I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Herder. I'm G-Dub. And you are surprised to be here, apparently. Just, listen, man, <laughs> we do a show. Do you know? Do you know about that? What? And you know, I hate to just spring this on you. Sounds fake. <laughs> Sounds fake and in space. Let's do it. Um, no. Uh, welcome to another episode here. Um, I'm sure that uh, anyone tuning in, checking this out after the fact, is uh, saying exactly what our title says: another ding dang Star Wars podcast talking about Boba Fett. Yes, because we like Star Wars and we like Boba Fett. We also like the people that uh, have chosen to lower their standards in order to join us to talk about that. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, first and foremost, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> is this a real question? Like, are, you, are you actually checking? <laughs> I don't know. Is anything real at this point? No. We all live in the Matrix. I want out. <laughs> Please stop the stop the transmission. I'm ready. Just. Just pull the, the pull, pull the plug. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> I just want to live my life as a Luby boy. Um, With no hair. Man, what what a week. Uh, what what a year yeah. it has been at this point. Um, lots going on. Uh, glad to have everybody here. L listen, if you're if you're checking this out, if you're listening to this on the Spoofy or on the Apple Dapple podcasts, listen. It's way more fun live, guys. We get to put up your embarrassing comments uh, uh, live as they happen. Uh, why wait to send a, send them to us later? You can do it now, uh, like Michael and Daniel. Uh, but yeah, what a week, man. Um, first, first of all, just want to say, I mean, and to just date this episode for the future. Uh, but, you know, heart, hearts uh, and minds go out to all of the LGBTQ plus uh and specifically trans people in uh florida and texas right yeah, now there's a lot of disgusting legislature being passed right man now. um you know if you don't know about blackout star wars eclipse hashtag blackout star wars eclipse is a thing that uh we uh and other great podcasts and people have been promoting because star wars is supposed to be content in a place of inclusivity positivity and all of those sorts of things and uh, we create these little pockets in fandoms and attract ourselves to these things because these places tell us we belong and we matter and we're valid. And so to have uh, the real world, uh, the place you might live telling you you're invalid is just gross and disgusting and just uh, ridiculous, but somehow sadly on par with uh, where life is right now. But yep. um Luckily, folks are, are stepping up and fighting back and pushing back against that. And so, um, but in the meantime, man, uh, just thinking of anyone out there uh, that's having to put up with that and um, having to fight for their right to live, you know? Exactly. And, and to live as yourself. Yeah, as well. absolutely. Um, also, just everything going on in the Ukraine. Uh, you know, real life stinks. That's why, like, I, <laughs> again, that's why, you know, these things, whenever someone criticizes and it's just like oh don't care so much about star wars you know and all yeah it's just fake it's in space it's blah 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 like th this is medication at this point we exactly. don't use it for entertainment it's therapy um <laughs> th th you know these 
these uh, crazy space movies and space peoples uh, lead us to real peoples who uh, do embody the characteristics of uh, this crazy Star Wars story who do live out the qualities we look up to in our heroes. Um, and and that's the real beauty. It's not always about Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's about the fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's about the people you meet along the way. And we can't think of maybe two other positive, awesome people and also just uh, cool people to join us tonight and to chat about the Book of Boba Fett other than the bro boys themselves. We got Chris and Dan from Broaxium with us tonight. What's up, guys? Yo, hey. <laughs> you know, it's it's it, it just listen to you talk about like, you know, all of the horrible current events, you know, all of this crazy legislation um, where you're thinking that, you know, things are slowly creeping forward for humanity. And it just seems like we're taking two giant leaps back. Um, it's awful to see. It's awful to see that people don't want others to be who they feel like they are you know uh it sucks and you're right like that's what is so important about stuff like this like you know these these like little pockets of escape where we can go to a galaxy far far away and enjoy a life that is you know full of you know people being included and and um being represented and uh and that's that's why we have it that's why it's so amazing that's why we love it so you know ukraine and all of this freaking uh what's the stuff that's going on in florida don't say gay yeah. bull crap um that's going on down there and, and whoa, whatnot. whoa daniel language yeah, yeah, yeah calm down dude sorry yeah. i'm sorry this is all the doing that again <laughs> yeah. hey back it up <laughs> but you know it's it's good that we can get into these spaces together with like-minded people and, and have a good time talking about what we love, you know? Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're all squishy brained people here, man. Exactly. I mean, uh, but yeah, like, and, and that's why we strive to, you know, make nerd herder uh, a space. And we, we strive to interact with uh, people that create their own spaces like it, that breed positivity, that are those sort of safe places to retreat to. Um, Cause I think anybody that thinks like, Star Wars is just about flashy lights and lightsabers and flying ships through space. Um, like it, it's cool if that's all it is, but like I think they're missing that, so much more. Man, really? Like, it, and so and and I think you know we're, when we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett, um, I think that's what we see with a lot of some of the negativity and disappointment that had surrounded this show, uh, a show I I really enjoyed. Um, and, and and I think it was the expectations. I think it was they wanted the guy that punches people and uh, asks questions later. Yeah. And they you know, the legends both of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I think what we got was, at least to me, much more meaningful. Yes. And and I think that was the point. Uh, and there there's a lot of maybe reasoning behind that. Obviously, uh, Robert Rodriguez is not here. We invited him. He declined. Um, you know, bigger, better things or something like that. Right. I know. It's Turned the... down Nerd Herder. I told him yeah. we had the bros Ow. and everything. Um, he was like, if Scotty Gyro's not there, I don't want it. But, oh, I uh, can't. You know. <laughs> Chris is like, Chris is like, hmm. These cookies, they're crispy and delicious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Tate's, hit us up with a sponsorship. They Tate's good. 
We we're gonna get it first, damn it. That's <laughs> our sponsor. <laughs> oh, we hit a button. We hit a button. Connor loves Dan, apparently. We love Boba Fett. That is not it's... news. <laughs> oh, uh, but it is sweet and adorable. It's uh, my boy. It's my now, boy. I, how how are you guys? I mean, like coming into this, you guys have all of your own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you guys doing coming into this? That good, huh? <laughs> no, it's just uh, like it's you know, um, you know, recent events that have uh, brought a lot of us closer together um, in the fandom. Uh, also, has you know, kind of left a, a scar. I yeah. feel. Um, I don't want to speak for Chris, but I know that we. Have- no, 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 no. It's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, but you know, at the same time, we we find out who our real like you know friends are through all of this, and and who really knows who we are, you know, and not just. You know, shooting first, asking questions later, uh, kind of stuff. So it's been it's been really heartwarming in that way, but also, you know, just a little like stressful, like not knowing, you know, thinking that we we had people that like uh, other people that trusted us as well, and uh, we're learning that you know it's just a it's just all a bunch of fluff. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, the real the real true people, everyone in the Discord. Um, Shout you know, out to the pickle crew. That's pickle, right. The pickle my, my my pickle whispers. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know that that and like I said, you know, current events with uh, the the world, you know, it's just been really tough. But you know, just gotta gotta hang in there. Yeah, I did just finish a uh, Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older, and there was oh. something that I didn't catch at first in that book. Uh, if we're going to talk about representation and a lot of this legislation being passed, is that um, uh, the one Jedi, the master, uh, yeah, Cantum Psy. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize that they had uh, they them pronouns, and I, I, because like at first I was just listening in the car, and then I was like, as Cantum was having uh, their own story being told, like it was, I was like, oh shit, I was like, Daniel did this, like this is awesome, like this right. really, like just show just for the representation of the high republic is just amazing blackout star wars eclipse everybody um and <laughs> and like you know it's just it's it was it's just been that was a real nice highlight of that book was yeah uh, jedi cantum side so. I, I i love that star wars books are so gay right now right? um it's so gay I, I look forward to when that reaches the screen um could we get like a confirmed <laughs> gay couple in star wars? right well more than more than background like yeah or aliens oh my gosh um but anyway that that's that's fantastic I, and daniel's been kind of leading the charge i don't want to pick favorites in the high republic game but Dan- daniel for me is kind of up there <laughs> uh he, he's guy. produced nothing but solid stuff um, yeah and so really loving that uh they they've been hanging out he's at a Disney, great guy planning new ways to break our hearts so i i am excited uh and yeah for anyone that d- might not know uh, after the fact what we're talking about, just search the hashtag Blackout Star Wars Eclipse on Twitter. You'll find plenty uh, from folks that are promoting uh, the full story. Uh, if you just check out Blackout Star Wars Eclipse, you'll get to see uh, what all kind of craziness uh, surrounds the the company making the latest Star Wars game that uh, they're proud about, but we aren't. And right. um, make your own choices about how you want to proceed with that information. Yeah. Um, so Boba Fett. Um, I heard of him. Yeah, have Please? you? Uh, oh. <laughs> nice, 
nice just mo modeling nice. there it's beautiful um so were were you guys boba boys before going into this show or were you kind of caught off guard like a blonde hot hand in a sarlacc roast um when they were like hey boba fett's getting a thing chris i wasn't a like one of these dudes that had like a boba fetish you know what I mean? Like, like I guess from from the eighties or whatever until now. Like, I was not one of those guys. <laughs> not when he calls it a boba fetish. Don't look at yeah, me. I like <laughs> kind of like Chris, where I love the armor. I love the way he looked. I thought he was a cool character. I, I um, when it came to the prequels, which are like my, you know, um, reintroduction to how I really started loving Star Wars. Like, I always knew the originals. And then the prequels came out when I was in middle school, um, you know, Phantom Menace and, uh, you know, Attack of the Clones and stuff like that into high school and whatnot. I loved Jango Fett. I thought it was so cool, yeah. like how he was the model for all of these clones. And like, I thought it was so badass and and whatnot. Um, but there wasn't much character depth to the guy, you know, and that's like what I started loving about, you know, this new series like I, everyone's had like a piece of boba fett merch you know he was just a very popular character to have some merch on and and whatnot he was very up there with next to vader and all these other heavy hitters in in you know original star wars so it's almost hard not to like think that it's you know cool looking character but as far as like being in love with him i just thought he was cool you know, I just, but I didn't know much about him that other than like, you know, don't, don't run or else you're going to die tired or whatever. Right. Yeah. Good line. Excellent line. Yeah. Yeah. But the show is amazing. I mean, it is the, amazing. The way they developed him is fantastic. And uh, the one, the one overall like theme about him that I loved was like, you can be this person who has done a lot of wrong but you can change mm. and it, it it can take something like traumatic to happen in your life to be able to turn things around. It's never too late for most people, most people. <laughs> <laughs> some people are just stug holes. Yeah. Hey. So there's some people out there that it's just, it's never going to happen. Yeah. If, if change doesn't happen, it's because you, you don't want it to is, is what I have learned and preached over the years, man. Um, yeah, I definitely see what you're talking about. And I think that uh, I realized how many people liked Boba Fett, the the cool character uh, who they saw in a few scenes, who was a kind of uh, side character in a couple of episodes of Clone Wars. Um, and, and, you know, seeing now a fully fledged character, because I won't say in film he was a he was really much of a character. No, he was interesting. He was curious. He was mysterious. He That's was provocative. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was Jeremy Bullock. With that mustache? I mean, God. <laughs> um, and so, got, it's a lot of fame, Jeremy. You know, a lot of people were hurt when he when he passed on. Absolutely. He passed All away, right. right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, was, he, I, was like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to speak too soon. <laughs> man, Chris, Chris Ryan's man. What a, what a guy. So sad, so sad that he uh, passed on. Um, yeah. yeah. Eventually. He's dead, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> glad to have you here chris no um he's just gonna remove himself from <laughs> i hope not i he's love chris. don't do it um we love you too much he passed away not long before i want to say boba's 
show up in uh, Mando. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was before the tragedy or um, later on, but I know it was one of those things where, like, the internet man lets nothing go. They they were shouting at Disney for not putting a a thing at the end of uh, Boba's episode. It was edited before. I was like, yeah, we had that done months ago. Contact. Yeah, we knew it was going to happen. Totally. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, like I I have to wonder what it would be like to talk to him now and and see what this character's become because I, I I don't think he was shy in that he just was a buckethead. He was the guy that put on the armor because it fit yeah. and right. That's it. And now he get he somehow was the coolest character. It's almost a kind of I rewatched The Waterboy recently and it's just jarring right. how much Henry Henry Winkler fell from grace. Right, like. To see that man and then to show someone like Happy Days, the cool Fonzie. And it's just like, you know, Boba Fett is Fonzie and Jeremy Bullock is literally just any other Henry Winkler character. My mama said that Boba Fett is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but yeah, I mean, he, he was interesting. He was provocative. Um, and I mean, really, it wasn't until Attack of the Clones, Dan, I think that any sort of character, I mean, if you can call giving someone a dad character, I know it would do a lot for my character development because I didn't have one, but um, for get a new bit, I'm begging <laughs> it's you to the get the only bit. thing I've got. I, I, Chris will be your dad. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, up until Attack of the Clones, twenty years ago, by the way, um, did we really get anything about this this Boba no. character? That's yeah, possible. It could not be twenty years ago because that would make me old. And like. Yeah. It, we the what we did get like when it came to character development was That's out of the clones it. was the like we got character development all throughout the clone wars on the clones but they were their own individuals they weren't boba fett they weren't jango fett they were them you know yeah. just because mm-hmm. they had the genetic makeup of of uh jango they they had their own soul their own you know individuality which was yeah. so beautiful about that show absolutely uh michael definitely hit the nail on the head that i mean he's the guy that put the armor on and us fanboys uh gravitated towards him built him up to be who he is Mm -hmm. and as as we learned with the last jedi nothing can compete with fanboy imagination when it comes to (laughs) oh my god uh, character development (laughs) and so uh yeah obviously the boba we get in this show where we literally spend time with the character uh, not just uh, a man in a helmet, but we actually get yeah. lines and we get uh, callbacks and growth and all sorts of things. Of course, it's going to leave some yeah. people a, a little wanting. <laughs> the people yeah. that just wanted, like, uh, they wanted their, you know, just just thirty full minutes of of him being Space Wolverine, Deathstroke, and, right? Uh, I'm like, <laughs> like, uh, like, and, you know, like, I'm sorry, all that pesky character development got in the way. Yeah, right. there were some cool yeah. moments, like what. Yeah. yeah, like when he went into that bar and kicked the crap out of all those weak uh, weak way uh, bikers, you know, like I was freaking Nick Nick There's Nick toes, buddy. Oh, I thought they were weak way. My bad. Yep. Uh, space by the racist. way, tune into uh, podcast of the wills only fans called Nick toes. See. I I I seriously thought they were weak way, and now I just need to put these glasses away. I yeah, and you even... call yourself a fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the weak way. Uh, that's the uh, the bartender. At a that's right. That's, that's, that's a weak. Way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Damn. Which he cool. got a name, but I didn't look it up before this episode. My God. His name was Kyle. Everyone's gonna... His name is Kyle. Um, yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed... I mean, first of all, just being able to get Tamara Morrison back yes. in the role was very nice. And those shiny teeth. So <laughs> right. The greatest smile in Star Wars. Yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah. He, well, he's the best... I know Boba's not a dad, but Tamora Morrison just plays good dad. So I'm just going to go ahead and retroactively make Boba a dad somehow. Yeah, I was going to say Aquaman's dad. It's great. And I mean, and and so that was the thing is like, I think I I know I was definitely imprinted when watching Attack of the Clones. Like this guy is cool and he's cool for a reason. He actually gets to talk in this one. unlike Boba Fett. Um, Like, I mean, I'm, I'm joking, of course. I know. Boba Fett got some lines, but like Tamora Morrison just brought quite the swagger and character to uh, uh, Django Fett, and it was nice to see him get to apply that here and also push out of that. Um, much like the character, he he really got to build something uh, unique for Boba yeah. uh, that we didn't get to see with Django, mostly because he got his head cut off. Yeah, you can see yeah. the skeleton mm-hmm. of Django Jeez. in the character he plays as Boba. Because like the little uh, adjustments he does to his armor when he's just standing around is very is very Django. It's yeah, really cool the way he uh, stands. I, I will I will say he he went to the Jeremy Bullock school of posture because he got the Boba Fett swagger spot on. Absolutely. Is, is it me or is it like am I the only sick guy here thinking that every time when he picks up the helmet that um, Django's <laughs> Every yeah. time, <laughs> I was just like, "I'm like, don't pick it up. You don't no, want to see what's gonna fall out." You're you're fine. I'm the sick guy that points out. You can see the head shadow every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, his oh, head... it comes out of the helmet. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I gotta pay attention. Yeah, to that. You, watch that back, and then like, what's will, worse than slow mo? It's it's like, oh, this is the representation of my father. So is that <laughs> slowly pan left. Um, <laughs> But um, and the guy from Tropic Thunder, he's like, it's just corn syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, good callback. (laughs) Um, but yeah, getting Tamara Morrison back was uh, a dream. Um, I I I love him and his work, and getting like obviously by association, he got Boba Fett. He got to play some lines for Boba Fett, but this was really the chance to get um deep with the character and i mean i think some people who haven't seen tamora in a lot might have been surprised by how well and deep he can play a character mm-hmm. uh and and i think he was more than up for the challenge uh taking on a character like boba fett going through effectively a, a midlife crisis yeah. you know uh, as as i'm sure most of us would do if we were you know recently uh, uh eaten by a sarlacc Right, right. You know, you you you. It is a family-ish show. <laughs> I no, I'm just saying. Like it, you, you see some of that when he talks to Santo. Um, you know that he's like, you don't want to keep working with with scum like that. You know, uh, I forget exactly what word he uses, but you know, but you could just tell like right away he's like regret. You know, a lot of regret wasting his time working for these scumbags who couldn't give a. a a crap about him 
you know <laughs> it's so cute when you try buddy <laughs> i know I'm, I'm like give a give a shh, <laughs> give a bob second yeah oh, dang it yeah Can't use that anymore <laughs> oh we, got, no. we gotta retire that one now too don't too we soon dang that was that was my uh, appropriate expletive for a lot of things, and now I've got to I've got to retire that one. Yeah, Betty White. Right, yeah, we did we did see someone with a Betty White uh, bumper sticker recently, and I don't Not know if that just, was before or after, but I'm I'm in love with it. Not just a Betty White bumper sticker, a Betty White vanity plate. Could you well. imagine if, wow. if she made it in the Star Wars somehow? She would have oh. fit perfect. In oh Star man. Wars. I kind, I kind the fact that uh, B. Arthur is there. I kind of imagine there is a space Golden Girls, right? Uh, somewhere, yeah. Eating galactic cheesecake. <laughs> absolutely. Mm. Blue milk. Um, we we can definitely circle back to Boba. It is his show, despite popular belief. Um, and, but uh, I did want to talk about his menagerie because although it's the book of Boba Fett, you can't have a good book without cool side characters. Uh, we've got the likes of Fennec Shand. You mentioned it. We've got Santo, Black Crescenti himself. Mm -hmm. um, we've got the mods. We've got those hunky beefcake boys, the Gamorrean guards that they didn't give names, but so somehow hunky. did uh, just decide to, you know, uh, yeah. unceremoniously yeah. toss off of a cliff. I will not forgive them for that. Absolutely not. Um, no, I was the, so upset about that. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I knew someone was going to die. I like They were not high on my list of expectations. I didn't expect them to go for it. No, but, honestly. They all, worked, they all worked uh, shand and shand with each other. You know, it was so <laughs> awesome. You can't kick me out, Chris. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, Chris, um, how long can we keep him? <laughs> Peace and quiet. Oh, peace and quiet. Um, so, uh, of the Boba boys, of the Boba gang, uh, do you guys, did you gravitate towards anyone in particular? Did you uh, fanboy over anyone in particular? Did you, um, you know, hate on someone who spins uh, on, in particular? Spinning is a good trick. Love the mods. I love that it's something different uh, for Star Wars because, you know, we need a little more different and and uh and whatnot so i i, I dug them black Santin being you know being a part of the team or being on the show being in live action in general was 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 man uh, was like the best thing and i uh, you know i just love that we're getting you you bring in more of the characters from the uh from the comics you bring them in from the animated series you bring them in from the books and it's just like it, it just makes the whole story more more full in that like anyone can show up in any medium and and there's no like you know these are just the movie people these are just the tv people these are just the cartoons and these are just the comics or whatever i love that it's all one thing and it's one you know uh, universe and, and we're seeing that and i'm i, I love it right yeah, I, absolutely I that when black chrysanthemum showed up we both just like we're almost halfway out of our seats yeah like we read the vader comics mm -hmm. together and dr afra and how cool of a freaking character and how not Chewbacca he is. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and how how well they translated him too. It wasn't just yeah. he's got to look right, but no, they they really captured um his full aesthetic, I think. Yeah. Uh it was a very faithful translation from page to to screen um you know and that that is one of the biggest things for me too, Chris, is that what separates this and what legitimizes um, these shows and these books and these comics from the EU that came before was 
they were ne- like those characters in the books were never going to come to screen. Yeah. Mm. Like Luke mm. was never going to find the use on Vong in Thank episode God. seven. Like, right, stop Luke. it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we were never going to get that Star Trek Star Wars crossover. That is use on Vong. I've been saying the same thing. They are Trek villains. They are Trek villains. Through and through. Stay over there with they that. were yeah, thrown yeah, out of the galaxy. They they were abandoned by the force. I love because them. Kick this fool out again. No. Kick this fool out <laughs> one more time. Like the, Daniel, they're not good <laughs> villains. Dan, 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 everybody's entitled to their, their opinion, but I do have one thing. Just take a seat, young Skywalker. All, all opinions are valid except use on Vong opinions. Uh, Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> hey, if that's where we draw the line as a positive, family-friendly podcast, I think we're doing okay. I think we're all right. Um, I can let them go. I can let them go. <laughs> Just something I'll never let we, go. We love you anyway, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to put their space meat hooks in you and take you to Mars. Right, their Event Horizon-esque aesthetic. Um, <laughs> yeah, like as cool as any of those things were, they were never really going to happen. And and what's ironic about that is all of the legend stuff that people um, had created for Boba Fett was never going to be Boba Fett. Uh, you know, this is effectively the first true uh, characterization of him. Now, and I say that as someone who really enjoyed, especially in the comics, what they did with Boba Fett a lot of the time. Yeah. But I liked it despite... Uh, it being in film one day or ending up somewhere. Um, the These shows actually borrow characters from each other. These shows actually make reference uh, multiple times to uh, big points in the timeline and everything. Like, it feels like it's constantly Star Wars. Right. It never feels like we're taking a time out because this is a streaming show or because this is a comic e- even. Um, you know, the, the possibilities remain endless uh now that we've got legitimate comic characters showing up yeah i have to say the one eu story i did like about boba fett it was uh legacy of the force uh series i think it was legacy of the force um or fate of the jedi i can't remember which one it was like right in that line of books though and it was when uh jaina solo yeah and finds but i think it was bloodlines was the book yep and Boba was like a pretty cool dude. Like he was, you know, he he was he was developed and like he helped train Jaina to like fight differently to like like because she needed, you know, another way to be able to fight a Jedi. And like he was a father. Yeah, there it is. Yep. That book. Yep. And like he wasn't Mr. You know, kill them all kind of guy and whatnot. He was at this point. He's older. And he's a little more wiser. And like he was pretty good in that. Like I I love this Boba definitely but the bubble we got in that book i thought he was well well written uh yeah. that was that was a that was a fun read i think yeah we, the case can be made that the best boba is the mature tired boba <laughs> yeah the one that's, that's very relatable shit. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. very relatable <laughs> exactly. yeah um so yeah i mean i i loved i i think chrysanthemum showing up was our shared awesome. uh big moment you know, yes. jump off the seat, re, you know, big reaction. Um, I, I enjoy the mods as well. Um, awesome. I, I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, that in a universe full of excess technology that people would use and adapt that uh, and enhance themselves. And, and you right. know, maybe, 
Yeah, no, saying- I'm just no, I'm just saying, right? Like you're right. Like it was like doing all that cybernetic mod stuff. I mean, like we got uh the uh what's his name from the bounty hunters? Uh Chris, I can't think of his name. The oh um the guy I know who you're the- talking about, Terminator guy. Terminator guy, yeah. It- Valance. There Valance. we go. Valance. Oh, yes. Valance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Valance was great. And I mean, he was completely cybernetically enhanced uh, yeah. after a terrible accident. Like, yeah, was... I mean, and there, there are plenty of characters like like even in, in the Darth Vader comic, uh, Dr. Silo. Yeah, like Silo. Uh, and there, there's a bunch of Imperials who have like cybernetic eyes. So like, you know, the one thing it's about Book of Boba Fett is it, it reads to it reads to me. It plays out like a comic book. Right. So none of none, none of that stuff surprises me. So when me, the, yeah. the mods came along. Granted, with the music that was playing, it took me out for a split second. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, it's Star Wars. Okay, it's Star Wars. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, seeing Thundercat there, that was like, Incredible. you know what? I'm I like, think okay, the- this is still Star Wars. It's still Star Wars. Yeah, it's Thundercat. Right? But, you know um, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, uh, but, um, yeah, the mods and like the, the, their eyes and this and that, that, none of that threw me off. That, that was, you know that was perfectly in sync. I think. You know, we we don't see all of Tatooine, so we can't all say like what we've seen in the movies. That's what all of Tatooine is like. If mm. if, if Star Wars were to take place in West Philly, there, you know <laughs> where I'm at. There's so much more of the world, and, and it's so different. You know, everywhere. So it's yeah. you can't right. expect everything to be just the same. It's just moisture evaporators and 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 you know stuff like that all over the place. People in everywhere. Roads. Like it's yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's going to be different things, and and why wouldn't there be these flamboyant kids in this desolate, destitute kind of city, who are you know, who are trying to like you know break that mold and be something different than what they right. see that, all around them? That, right, that's perfectly punk, pop punk culture, yeah. right there. Yeah. Like that's I small mean, town punks, yeah, like, for real, absolutely. As a small town yeah. punk, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> their cybernetics are like their Doc Martens, you know. It's like. Exactly. In their plaid pants and suspenders and shit. It's just, it's like it, it, it. There's always going to be people who are going to be different than their environment, you know, to want to be different than the environment. And yeah. and like the, to say to that music, Chris, it's like the one thing that like if anybody were to complain about like the music they're listening to, this is a whole galaxy of music. In yeah. Daniel Jose Older's uh, Midnight Horizon. A, a, a certain genre of music was freaking the, the banging and clanging of, of a of a shop of a, a building star destroyers. Yeah. Well, at this point, it was you know star cruisers or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know that turned into music. Like there's, there, you, yeah. it's a whole galaxy. Like there's gonna be some techno. It's that's like fourth wave ska. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, and that's the thing is, Star Wars was never meant to be a time capsule. It was never meant to be. A, a single type uh right. it, it was always meant to be uh growing and and and, and also reflective uh of the variety that you see in life like you were talking yeah. about dan um you know i i always think of whenever people like are abrasive to uh representation and differences in media and everything that it it highlights more of your like uh your prejudgments than it does anything about the medium you're talking about. Like, I, I think it shows the way you see things um, and, and kind of shows it to be a little, a little narrow. Um, it is. Now, yeah. if you yeah. want to talk about like things aesthetically not lining up for, for you personally, I, I guess I get that. Um, but to say it's not star Wars to say it, it doesn't, 
bit. I don't. Right. Yeah, you can't define what Star Wars is and it'd be like, that's it. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of nerds, and this is just, this, you know, working at a comic shop for 17,000 years and whatnot, and I see it all over the place. The nerds hate change and they want their warm, you, you know, right. security blanket. I'm like, like that blanket ain't yours and, and you need to, you know. In just, just fold the whole thing out and see. Yeah. It, it, it's so much more different, uh, you know. And change it, it's, it's is inevitable. Way. It's it, like the one thing you can't stop is change. It's a constant. It's always going to change. Everything's going to change eventually. Something's, you know, as new generations come in and grow old and in the older generations, you know, kick the bucket. Yeah, things are going to change. I, I was watching an episode of Quantum Leap and, uh, Boy, it's such a good show. And it was a it was a show about like rock and roll coming into the fold, you know, and like how it was like it was freaking the the twist was like considered, you know, destroying family values. And it's right. just no, it's not uh, like El Elvis was too much at right. one point. Like, so you know, it, it's it, it, it's just like how things are growing, you know, yeah. things are going to grow, things are going to change. And, and it's not, people aren't trying to destroy the values that you hold so dear. It's just that they see them differently. Exactly. And, it, and that's, it's all about perspective. And different is okay. Um, the yeah. Of human life and existence is change and you could either, you know, get stuck in where you are or you could find comfort in that. Yeah. The fact that it's never going to stay the same way and well, no one's telling you to change they're just telling you right. to accept change that that other people are going to be different and want to do things differently no one's also telling you you have to watch this if you don't yeah. if you really don't like it that much right and it's right and i think it's so indicative that i mean like the mods being such an allegory for change in a show about a character dealing with the concept of being able to change uh, like because that's the whole journey Boba Fett's on right is I mean it's almost I saw someone um, kind of uh, thinking like oh this is uh, Filoni coming after the the uh, fanboys and everything because uh, we don't like change and everything and it's just like I mean you kind of just doesn't give a fuck they, right, like, they so don't know personally. who you are Jim yeah. um, but it, it, it is funny that um, like that that's really the conundrum, right? Either change with the times um, or or find that you live in this, you know, small, lonely box, really. Because um, really what Boba's faced with is the choice of do I keep going down this journey uh, just because of my name, uh, because it's what I've always done, because I wore the armor. Or do I try something new? Do I take these lessons I've learned? Do I um, look at this modern generation and then choose to progress? Um, and and luckily the character does. Yeah. Um, and he builds himself. And, and, and kind of like you said, Dan, it's not that he had to change the way they did. It's not that he had to just go along with it and follow somebody else's rule. No, change for yourself. Mm -hmm. He decided who Boba Fett was going to be from now on. Right. Um, he it, was, it was just because he got a different perspective on life through the Tuscans, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Perspective it, is a good thing. It's uh, huge. When we it's, let it be. It's huge. It, it's, it's changed my life, you know, being able to meet so many different, you know, diverse people and, and, you know, how they live their lives. You know, it's, it's opened my eyes to, you know, the whole world, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and how different we all are, but how it's a good thing. 
you know and yeah and and this showing and continuing to make strides for that perspective and it's casting as well i mean uh obviously we do have tim and bringing as always his maori influence into uh yeah. boba uh his whole aesthetic and everything which, which is some, fantastic really absolutely and, and i think boba fett's the better for leaning into uh this this beautiful culture um you know, as has been pointed out, alongside, um, I mean, I don't want to sell him short. I think he's 60. I think he just turned 60 recently. Um, but he, like, we've got two definitely over 50 uh, actors in lead role, and one of them is also an Asian female. Yeah. I like to have my favorite Disney princess, Ming-Na Wen, uh, in a leading role, kicking mm -hmm. some butt, I thought was was awesome. Um Good old Chung Lee. Man. I I I really enjoyed that. Um she kinda she they brought the, the meme to life, right? He said no pickles. Like that that's their whole relationship, right? Exactly. Uh and, and I'm I'm perfectly there for it. I, I love their dynamic. Um they're really good together. And I know I joked about it a lot while the show was airing. Like they they gonna kiss. I in reality, I love seeing a platonic relationship taking center stage between two grown-ups. Uh, yeah, help each other and you know lift each other up. It's really nice to see. Yeah. Absolutely, that's the one thing I've noticed about like new Star Wars is that we're not getting this. You know, besides the the Ben and Ray uh, stuff, which even really wasn't a big, huge romantic. Um, unfolding it was yeah it wasn't it, it was a lot of uh, fanfic and stuff and no 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 you know not no trash talk yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want any trouble I yeah no for real for real like <laughs> I I was also I was also kind of a Raylo I love their their relationship but it really wasn't uh, you know a big romantic story the one thing I've noticed is that like they aren't really going that route with the storytelling right now yeah. there hasn't been a real there's not that Han and Leia stuff that we got in the past and, or the era. Anakin and Padme. Mm -hmm. We're, we're really just getting like these, these characters being developed and there's not a lot of these love stories, I think. And, and um, I know, and like, I think the one thing that Lucasfilm is afraid of, like, I, I'm sure like they, they are all about it with the books and, and all this representation in the books. I think they're afraid the second they do something that's, just not hetero mm -hmm. they're going to get lambasted for it because someone else was not properly represented you know and, and and i know that shouldn't be the line in the sand for them but i just yeah. i feel like that's what they're doing maybe that's maybe why they're not putting this on the screen like everybody wants them to even I, they, they should yeah i don't get me wrong i want dr afra in live action oh my god i want her to be as gay as christmas morning oh my god in live action but so, like my Christmas is so pretty there. depressing. I but. need I need her and, and a Tolvin like jeez. I I also just I want quality representation. Right. I don't want the entire crux of her character to be her sexuality. I've yeah. seen, you know, it can be done. It can be done very well. But I'm also a little bit scared. <laughs> yeah, and like I I mean I, it's just something as simple as um the way that uh djo did uh like i said um uh, cantum sigh mm -hmm. you could do that yeah. in 
on the live screen it wouldn't it wouldn't take away from anything like and it's and it's just something is is as simple as just representing someone in their pronouns that could easily yes. be done on screen absolutely it'd be great if they uh because i don't know how much we're going to get an animation live action that kind of stuff because people you know there are other people who are thinking that finn and ray were going to be something and i'm like disney ain't going to do that you know, <laughs> you can be in space. You can have green aliens, and whatnot. But you, they're not going to do a you know an interracial couple. They're not going to they're not going to go that far. Yeah. And and they definitely didn't. Um, but it, this is why, like, I, I'm I'm happy that the High Republic is there and it's doing its thing and 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 it's showing all the representation in literature. Like they mm. need to yeah. jump that to live action at some point, yeah. so that you know, it, so that we can see that representation and 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 diversity and everything like full blast you know um but i mean i know they probably for a business standpoint they're like they don't want to do that they're afraid to you know to 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 pull that trigger and that's unfortunate well and and i think to like play devil's advocate for it too i i think if they went all for it all at once which would be an easy temptation um, it would read more as tokenism than representation for sure. It would be, yeah, there's, would, there's no, there's no, there's no, I'm like, just do it. Who cares? Yeah. Like just, just, just do it. And, and that's all there is. You know, Cause there's going to be people who are going to, who are going to take it as tokenism or, or it's too much representation or they're only doing this to, you know, throw a crumb to the community, you know, any community. Um, but you know, just, just, just do it and, and do it until it's, until it's just, Part of the course, right? Until it's like it's yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. Well, because like we were talking about, I mean, it's too big. Like Star Wars, narratively, is is too big of a universe to not have all of this going on, to not have all of this progressive representation and everything. Um, and and kind of like you said, I mean, High Republic's kind of the gay corner right now. Um. Like, not, not just, not just because it, it is. There's, you know, like you can't throw a rock without hitting a person of color. Yeah, in, that's true. In the High Republic, and I love it. Um, you know, it, and, and and it's jumped up over the years where it's not just you know, you know, Lando for twenty plus years, and then yeah, yeah we got Mace now, yep, and now we black, got Finn, two black guys. You know, so you know, I think things have jumped up, and and you know, I'm loving it. Like I, I yeah. So. Well, and, and and that's the thing is it's just like and it's it's the nature of the beast, right? We've had forty uh, plus coming on forty, uh, 40 years plus. of yeah. um, storytelling. You know, High Republic's been around two, going on three, maybe years now. Like you know, it it's having to make up so much more yeah. ground, um, and so it's it's natural that the uh, current market is full of current representation. Yeah. Um, but and no it, one's being misrepresented, and it all feels so like it feels right. It feels normal. Yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah. No, nothing feels like you know um, every person that comes in is a parade or anything like that. It's just right. it's said in such a matter of fact. This is who they are, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's shown in such a way of this is their culture. Yeah, like um, I, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Twin Peaks before, or heard of it. If anyone in the chat, it's I a great know. restaurant. It, no, no, it's but not. There's <laughs> Chris knows <laughs> one of the most excellent, the most excellent moments of that show is the introduction of the character Denise, who is formerly Dennis, um, mm. and that's exactly how it's handled. Is Cooper introduces them as Dennis, and she goes, "Actually, it's Denise." 
he goes, okay. That's how it should be done. Yep. Like it's just, it's very go. matter of fact. It's, it's life. And, and I definitely think we're starting to see it come into uh, at, at least these small corners of Disney plus and the streaming, I think are starting to make strides towards some better representation um, and starting to push the boundaries and everything. Um, I will be excited whenever we do get another feature film uh, where we're at with all of that. Because uh, by that point, they will have too much to choose from to not uh, represent well yeah. at that yeah. point, I think. I mean, you definitely see them, you know, with like Fennec, we've got Ahsoka and whatnot, a lot of more female, strong female representation along... Um, so they're making definite strides in that, you know, uh, people you know, of color, you know, like just like with when it comes to actors and and making them strong characters, it's all happening. And they're just I think they're just like they're doing it, just ladling it in there as they keep going yeah. along. They, I mean, they had a misstep with Finn. Yeah, they definitely I'm did. never going to let that go. Yeah, Chris no. is never. Nor, and, nor should and you. you should you. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's it's not even a. Uh, we hey we had no idea right like no that was a very nah, public man. that was a very in your face choice i straight thought that guy um, was going to be a jedi too like it, yeah. he he is I, like you know the dang lego holiday special be darned but like that thing that that whole thing exists just to prove the point that he should have been a jedi in film and they're retroactively giving it to us I, like i i i I can't see it any other way, <laughs> right? When like, he when he picked up that lightsaber at the end of the Force Awakens, Chris, that moment was all of them. I, like in I was case. already I was already kind of uh, uh, pissed off at that point. Really? Like, like, and I'm I'm using that term loosely, pissed off, but um, because you know every I've said this a thousand times, Dan, you know this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every yeah. every trailer and everything led me to believe that he was going to be this this dude. I'm like, wow. Like Disney came in and they're like, they're making a black lead with a, with a, with a, you know, and he's got the Skywalker saber. This is amazing. I can't believe this. Like it, it, that meant so much to me as mm -hmm. a, as a lifelong fan who had just Lando and, 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 you know, angry as Mace Windu to, to, <laughs> to, you know, or distrusting as Mace Windu to, yeah. uh, to deal with. Uh, Take a seat, young Skywalker. He doesn't trust nobody. But, nobody. Uh, he doesn't even uh, like Yoda. Like, but as as the as you know the, the film started and you you know it, you know oh, man, uh, Roker was with me when I went to go see this for the first time, um, and he can tell you, um, leading up to it and everything, I'm like, oh, he's they're making him goofy. I'm like, oh, he's kind of goofy. Mm, I thought this is about him, and then I'm like seeing more and more. It's about Ray. Then I'm like, okay, mm -hmm, they did. Yeah. You know, that's that's JJ doing his red herring thing. But I like. He, it, it it was the, I think the wrong choice to go with the red herring with him because you yeah. you, you had many fans like me who this this was like a, a shining moment and then it was kind of like they pulled the rug out from yeah and or, I mean they could have easily both made them like protagonists of the you know like if they wanted to have a strong female lead and cold cold feet man yeah it came down to cold feet because you you know I don't I don't know if I'm at this point. I'm pretty sure it wasn't backlash from some of these stupid ass racist fans who didn't uh, who didn't uh, like that there was you know a, a black, black stormtrooper storm or, or a black anything in stars. I'm sorry, you can you can handle lizard men and and 
and a huge, you know, huts or whatnot, but don't let a black dude be in a star, you know, a, a leading role. How dare right. we? We'll take a we'll take um, a dog man before their that. armor is white, sir. Yeah, <laughs> idiots. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, or or like you know what China did with when they kind of diminished Finn on there. I don't know. I'm pretty sure none of that came into play. But um, you know, Boyega said, and, and then my man Prince uh, from Urban Acolyte, you know, did, did a whole video on this how um, they diminished his role. Like he was going to be a badass wielding that saber, and they cut it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I- they it cut was, it all and they made him like, you know, just uh, scared all the time and getting his ass whooped by everyone. Even, uh, even though he was, he was supposed to be a top trooper. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I get pissed off when I think about this. But he was supposed to be a, a, a top trooper, a like, you know, a, a top cadet, one of the best they'd ever seen, a warrior. And they did none of that. And then they went the, and then they went and put the nail in the coffin with the whole uh, sanitation. sanitation. Oh, my yeah. God, Chris. I know. What a bunch of. Oh shit! I was like, I went, ha ha ha! Oh man, like that's how it was in the theater when I was like, I was like, ha! He's he's, oh, uh, with the realization oh. watching over, yeah, like yeah. it shows it shows the tone deaf choices that were there, yeah. and that's the that's the beauty of the progress that's being made internally. Uh, you know, this whole war between Favreau and Kennedy. Uh, the good thing to come out of it. Uh, so with a, what? That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. in the comments Ooh, would be like, I knew it. Star Wars theory was right. Yeah. Um, he's never right. That's the theory. <laughs> never. Um, but the the progress that's being made internally there with their their business structure to make sure that the the seats are chosen more carefully, that yeah. uh, the people pouring into the decision making uh, is more thoughtful and, and more equal, or even um, and not to upset the angry white hicks, but even leaning more in the appropriate direction it needs to, depending on who the story is highlighting and featuring. Yes. Right. Like, I just don't think that many white dudes need to sit around a table if it's about a person of color uh, that's not hetero in the main role. It like, sucks too, because like coming <laughs> coming from a guy who's like you know one of the my favorite characters in the Justice League was was Green Lantern, um, John John Stewart. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he he was awesome. I grew up watching Static Shock, one of my favorite cartoons. You know, it, I, that was one of those things that was never a problem for me. You know, and it sucks to right. see that it is a problem for other people. Like it, it's just like why does that matter to you well, so much? And, like, it, and- it just, bullshit and, because and we that, need to stay in our particular lane and not in a hero role and things like that they don't want us in those roles they want us like uh uh, uh john campy i'm sorry to jump in like that but uh, john campy had said after the film because he was like I, beforehand i can't stand this dude um he was like yeah. uh like oh, i don't think you know, the Finn character is going to be a jedi that's it. like you know you see what to say all the time he's like no no i mean granted he was right but um like no, he's not going to be a Jedi. There's no way he's going to be a Jedi. That you know, that's the kind of stuff he was saying all along. Then when the movie came out, and it was you know, it, and then they did what they did with Finn. He was like, I love that character. He was right what I wanted him to be. Exactly. Not important. And uh, like that pissed me off. I stopped watching Collider at that point. Um, and uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, you're, you're absolutely. Finn's, the Finn situation well, and that's, makes me and that's angry. the thing is they 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 like. 
there's a type of people that like it when it meets their expectations, no matter how misogynistic, racist, or sexist it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, and, and that that's why I say, like, who sits at the table has to be more important than that. Yes, and not just sitting at the table, who has a voice at the Absolutely. table. Absolutely. Like, you can fill a room with as many people of color or queer people as you can fit. But if the only person talking is a white dude in his 50s, what's the point? Yeah. And and that, that's one of the things. Like, Disney themselves has been trying to uh, get better. Um, you know, I always say, though, like, Disney's big. Lucasfilm is getting bigger. Um, you know, it's very easy for a department to get it right and another to not. Right. Um, like there's there's always progress to be made and like what you were talking about Dan of just like you know why is why is this so important like that's why the conversations are so important to have like it's cool if you and your friends get it it's cool if you and your friends don't have a problem with it you know but it's it's not okay to not talk about those things so that other people that aren't cool with it continue to get voices um like cuz i'm sorry if your opinion or your voice is hateful you probably should, you know, dial that back. You should probably go introspective and figure yourself out because that's not necessarily conducive. And that's not even that it's not even good for you, but it's definitely not good for us. Like, you know, it's it's not it's not good for those of us that do want better. Yeah. And so, like, I you know, the fact that Tamora Morrison got to decide a lot of the choices with this character. Yeah. The, the fact that his culture got to be in the that forefront. That was so awesome. It was, was so, so amazing that they did that. It was so and, dope. And, and it's funny how, because you can't, like, no one can convince me that this whole Book of Boba Fett story was in place when they had him show up in Mando necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but it, it's funny how the choices Tim made to push his culture into the character, rightfully so, added the kinds of things that they would come back to when they, get, they gave him the show. They were yeah. like, hey, these things, we want We want to do more of that. You know, take us in, show us how, like bring us into this, um, you know, and, and we got such a beautiful story. And even like what, what we were talking about earlier, it, it's not even just that we're getting great, strong female leads continuously from Star Wars, but that we're also getting soft, uh, soft men, that we're getting men who are uh, open to change, that we're getting, mm-hmm. you know, men that are... Um, you know, thoughtful and emotional. Those kinds of things are important as well. Yeah, um, definitely. Like to, to break standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's that's what Star Wars has always been a, been about one way or the other. Trying to break that chain of toxic masculinity, um, which is is incredibly important. You know, uh, it, it's it's one of those things where um, one of the like a real problem is toxic masculinity leading to a lot of male suicide and stuff like that. And not being able to, to, you know, share your feelings or change or be different and, and not have to worry about being just this strong guy who needs to shoot and beat everybody up. You know, right. it's, it's, it's okay to, to let the, the guy live, you know, and to give him a chance and to give other people a chance, you know, it's, it's really important. It's really important to show young young boys that you you know you don't have to be this badass all the time, and that you can be compassionate. And it it really is like you're right about that. That's it really is important. Yeah, because you could end up with an Anakin if you don't. Like, yeah, that's right. You're, it's goddamn right. I mean, I'd still be pretty pissed if someone's 
kidnap my mom and I, I probably would go yeah. off too. Oh, they don't I'm, have to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a, it's, that's my mommy. You know, that's my mama. Everyone connect is going to have to catch it. Yeah. They don't have to catch it. Oh yeah. I, I I've long said, and I don't even change that. Uh, even with the progress we've made with like Tuscan Raiders as characters, like I've never related to Anakin more than in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, man, uh it, but and and that's the thing right is it's you're supposed to relate so you think so like you're supposed to relate so that you consider uh change right not, not, mm-hmm. not that point not well maybe not maybe not, not not when mommy's involved nope. uh, yeah. you know. they all had to go you know even <laughs> even someone like uh black chrysanthemum who has been through serious amounts Bringing of trauma like that guy the amount of trauma that guy has been through, you know, was Bruh. was tortured, captured by Trandoshan and, um, you know, was made to fight. He was a gladiator. No, he's uh, nervous. You know, he's, he's nervous now. He's been through slavery. Um, were they weak as, ways as a or Trandoshans? They were they are Trandoshans. <laughs> and, and, uh, but, you know, oh, you this know, guy. He, he knows them well, J-Dub. Trust and this, me. This, this dude has been all out for himself, you know, making the almighty dollar. Uh, you know, only works for people that give him money. But when someone showed him just a little bit of compassion, showed him like, hey, come work with me. I'll show you respect and I'll, I'll let you be your own man, you know, yeah. let you be your own person. You know, Santo like had like teamwork aspects to him at the end of this, you know, like you could tell that he was into this, 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 this band of misfits that that Boba Fett put together, and it was really cool to see that, you know. So, Bruh took it was like really seven knives for Boba by the I end of that finale. <laughs> like, do we even like abuse? And we didn't even see him like like tossing him tons of money or nothing. Like, it seemed like he wanted to work with Boba Fett and be there as a part of his team, just because he showed him compassion and yeah. showed him respect and didn't just you know, kill him off. Like when, when the, the huts like said, Hey, you know, you can do whatever you want with them. He was right. like, just yeah. let him go, man. They, they don't work for people like this anymore. They're only going to treat you like crap. And, and like, by the time they're done with you, they, they'd rather have someone off you than, than freaking yeah. keep you alive. Well, and, and that's why Boba made the offer that he made there of just like, you know, let him go. Hey, no hard feeling. Like at that point, he had, he had his point made for him really mm-hmm. with the huts and everything and and that shows what what happened like when you win others win when you get it right others get it right like boba fett doing better for himself isn't just for himself like the amount of people he get goes on to inspire uh and not just awe with his cool jetpack and such but like actually inspire to be better people mm-hmm. like that that's far greater accolade than you'll ever get as some badass bounty hunter exactly. yeah you even know? you know fennec fennec too like it seemed like almost everyone that he had in his his like group like i've all had like a little bit of a a traumatic and like uh fennec was a cold-blooded killer you know mm-hmm. she was a like a hunter and and a, an assassin mm. she had compassion for omega definitely yeah. there was some yeah. omega passion there like a yeah. compassion there but you know he taught her that somebody could even care for her when he saved her life and, and whatnot, you know? And he was like, I just need you to help me out. 
you know, well, I saved your life. Help me out for a minute. You could do whatever the hell you want after that. And and somebody pointed out, and I haven't seen that scene uh, the same since of like when they're talking by the fire and she's kind of measuring the situation that first time. And she's like, I guess I'm worth more alive, aren't I? And he says, you are like mm -hmm. they, they pointed out like they don't think Boba's talking about the bounty. Obviously, by that point, he's moved on. Right. You know, it like, no, listen, you are worth more alive. Ditch this crazy life you're in, girl. Like, get yourself settled down into like you are way too brilliant. Like he even right. tells her later on, like, hey, I can get the muscle. I need your brains like you are brilliant. Yeah, like you're going to be my mastermind and my assassin. He he definitely treated her more like a, a person, you know, than than just some tool, you know, just some assassination yeah. weapon. Um, and that's where he gained her respect. That's why I was like kind of like when people were like, oh, she's going to kill him and take his place. I was like, I don't know. Like, I really think that she really respects him for what he did for her. And and like and how he's given her these this this choice to either just stay with him or go if you want to go. Um, you yeah. just really wanted help to get his ship back. And that was it. And then he's like, you can do whatever the hell you want. And she chose to stick with him. And what's it? What's his ship called, Dan? It's the fire spray. <laughs> um, so I just wanted yeah. to piss somebody off. Yeah, <laughs> it's Boba Fett Starship, you know. Um, um, well, Lego set is. right. I now have two Boba Fett Starships I like um, in Lego form. Uh, it's a it's a hell of a ship. Not, <laughs> not too crazy about the name, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Just because you brought up the Lando voice, it's. Oops. <laughs> and also we understand you know what i think they Wait were paying attention i so excited i, I can't it's, 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 i gotta it's, it's, actually get some i gotta get some stuff to matt i gotta get some shots because there's a, a little another project in the works but um yeah i have i haven't done much lately uh just work and and all of the past drama and stuff it's kind of kept me kept me back from doing some stuff but yeah do you eat chicken or respect parents <laughs> maybe maybe there may be some making of chicken um but so yeah it, it's uh yeah it's it's pretty awesome to see the the whole banthaverse boba i mean uh lando love it love his banthaverse boba is is a side series that needs to be considered though for sure yes. oh it's um well, we'll 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 drop some uh, <laughs> we'll drop some promos in a second, but I, I do want to circle uh, back real quick before we yeah. wrap up. Um, and I mean, obviously, uh, first of all, what a wonderful conversation um, discussing uh, Boba's menagerie leads to so many um, other great points uh, of progress with Disney and and uh, their shows and their media and whatnot and everything. Um, and but. Uh, that's on the the good guys with the bet well goodish guys mm -hmm. eh, like the anti i don't know where they fall yet i yeah. like they're like it, venom exactly. yeah they're 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 up there with venom and and no one else um <laughs> but as far as the the villainy i i feel like the the anti-heroes heroes whatever you call them uh was very solid great cast uh very uh, wonderful uh, group of folks, and then on the other side, you got the villains who, other than other than Cad Bane, yeah, I feel like we're a little lacking. 
Um, the real villain here is bureaucracy. The, the real be villain real. is the fans. Um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> yeah, we've got we've got the Pikes, which okay, we've got uh, the twins that show up for one minute. Andor was not to be seen, uh, you know. But uh, he will be. He's gonna touch a hut. I, I hope so. I He's hope he gets that for himself. I cannot wait for that Andor show, man. But really, obviously, all the attention went to uh, one villain in particular. Cad Bane stole the show uh, there at the end, man. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Ma I See, I, I still don't see it. I don't read it. I don't hear it. I don't get Mayor McGee. You got it. You got it. I mean, I, you, you can massage I'm with you, that to you make, know it, what? make it. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you, John. I'm, I'm sure if you lubed it up enough, it would fit. But I just, I don't really want it to. Mayor McGee's. Family friendly. <laughs> All right, we're, it's just Crisco, buddy. It'll work. Yeah, um, but Cad Bane. You know, we we yes, we talk yeah. about uh, Black Crescenton showing up. The the awe of that moment. I mean, Cad Bane actually showing up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it gets bolder than that. At least yeah. not yet. Yeah. It made that, a lot of sense yeah. to me. Yeah. It, oh like, yeah. Like it was when I when that when he popped in, I was like, this makes so much sense because it's like, not only are you taking on one of the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy at this point boba fett um you hired one of the greatest bounty hunters that literally was a part of his training yeah to 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 take boba fett down someone that knew him inside and out knew his father um and you know like they all work together or saying uh they like Cad Bane was the ticket. Orisings dead at this point. Uh, you know, Beckett took her out. Um, so it, it just it made so much sense. Some people were like, "I feel like this is just you know this this whole cameo thing," and I'm like, "Not really." I mean, yeah, this doesn't feel. Universe. Yeah, exactly. bro. Cad Bane made more sense than Luke Skywalker. I'm just gonna right. say that first of all, <laughs> and I liked both of them. But yeah, like. I, I don't know. I definitely think all of the bonus points went to Cad Bane for this yeah. one. Um, you watched me go through like the five stages. Of yeah, the this was all you. Like, uh, I, sadly. I yeah, because you got spoiled, unfortunately. It never oh. fails. One time every season of the shows, like, yeah. uh, funnily enough, uh, during Mando season two, it was Boba Fett. It was episode one, Boba Fett showing up. Uh, I got spoiled on. Yeah, that sucks. Man. Yeah, right. it's it's tough when it comes to spoilers. It's like you got to know that like the Internet is going to spoil. It doesn't matter even if you don't follow people, you know, certain people or whatever, like even just like the stuff that you like, like will end up somehow on your feed spoiling stuff for you. So it's mm -hmm. like my main rule is like if you haven't seen it yet, you have got to keep your soft line mm -hmm. like it, until you see that. And that and that was always my approach. I thought Facebook would somehow be safe. It was nope. not. Nowhere oh, is safe. I've had spoilers come up it was in sports comments, like literally yeah. on like like stuff. I was, you know, I was in like a when it came to um, Tony Stark and uh, the Infinity Gauntlet moment, right when he did the I am Iron Man thing. Oh that literally was spoiled for me when I was talking about the freaking Eagles. Sorry, Chris. Mm. But when I was like literally in a chat about football. Yep. It finds it finds a way. 
And then I've had to I've had to catch people too that just know I'm the Star Wars guy in like our friend circle. Mm -hmm. And man, like I've had to like field calls beforehand or or something because it's just like, well, hang on, what what you need? Yeah, right, but um, that's how it is at my work now. Everyone comes to me because they all got into uh, it's it's great. I kind of love it, but like everyone at my work knows that I'm like the Star Wars guy, and like I get all these freaking like I've got all these guys watching the Clone Wars now, Rebels, like. I'm like, they're like, oh, it's a little childish. Uh, I'm like, dude, just it's a slow it's burn with, with Clone Wars. Like it, it starts off a little kitty, definitely for the children. But as that show keeps going, it gets better and better and better. And um, genocide happens. Like, yeah, you keep watching. Yeah, right. you just got to keep watching. It breaks I mean, your heart. Yeah, you, you eventually does. get characters like like Bane, who Ponkrell, amazing. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, don't get your second removal for this episode. Um, That's for you, Michael. But yeah, you you get uh, you get characters like Cad Bane eventually mm -hmm. in animation. Um, characters that are that fanboy, imaginary inspired Boba Fett kind of uh, correlation, right? Mm -hmm. I miss the drawl in his voice. Yeah, in Boba I, I I mean. I, I'll say the second, so the seventh episode where we got a little bit more, um, he definitely hit the nail on the head. Yeah. He sounded like he jumped right off of Clone Wars. The yeah. first one, I I don't know. I I think it might have just been the lines. Um, I mean, you, I don't I don't for, know for for Cad Bane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think like in his first appearance when he was saying like you know uh, uh, as long as the spice blah blah blah. I was like I was like oh that's that's like, cat yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it, 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 it kind of grew into itself yeah. a little bit. There. That was the I, same I voice actor, right? The, yeah, it is. Yeah, I was gonna, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. He they were doing something different cuz it, it he's a little less modulated. So mm -hmm. like there's always that yeah. like, weird filter yeah. uh, mm -hmm. on Cad Bane that wasn't there this time. Yeah. Um and so it it's interesting. It's it's basically Corey Burton's shockwave voice but from the south. And it's really it. It's lovely. You just won Chris's heart right there with the. Oh man! Yeah, dude. I I tell anybody. I was like, I it's Spike. <laughs> yeah, I I love me some Transformers, man. I love um, that new Cybertron series. Love I love it. when uh, Star Wars is Transformers. I love those Michael Bay movies. Uh, man, no, I'm mean. lying. I'm lying. I'm, I'm kidding. They're terrible. Uh, I'm sorry. Leave you two alone. All right. Well, he hates Michael Bay movies. I know he does. Oh my god, I do. Yeah. The only good, the only good thing that came out of live action was Bumblebee. Bumblebee was fantastic. That that was an excellent film. That was pretty um, good. Pieces of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it was a plus. Oh yeah, like you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't argue with the first ten minutes. I, I, oh. Not at all. No. I, uh, I, I I did a Leo for the first ten minutes of that movie. Just, mm. oh! Oh! Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. Jumper. No, that's Bumblebee. Right. No, it's Cliff Jumper. <laughs> He's clearly red. He's clearly a Pontiac, not not a Volkswagen. Um, <laughs> He's a car. So, uh, but yeah, I I, I might have been spoiled, but I came around to it. It definitely took. It was actually thanks to our our pickle friends rewatch that we did, um, which was so lovely. It meant that I so got great. to see every I episode two moments. or three times. That made it so much more special. Was and it, it was when we were watching it together and everyone else was still so hyped about Cad Bane that that 
kind of pulled me in and man man star wars is just better with friends it, it is. really is it really is guys star totally wars is, is the friends we made along the way right <laughs> exactly it's like it's not the treasure it's the definitely the friends you've made along the way exactly it's, it's, the friends are the treasure it's one of julie's uh, we're, we're all julie's good. favorite memes is the, we're, the pirate we're one i i love julie yeah um, she's the best so uh final thoughts on the book of boba fett um uh, listeners and, and uh, watchers would be understandably confused if they are, forgot that that's what we are here talking about. But um, good conversation nonetheless. But uh, any any last big moments from this show? Any big predictions? Are we getting a season two? Do you want a season two? Yes. You know. Yeah? Oh, I think there's going to be a one. season two. Yeah, and and also the one thing that I've been thinking about a lot when it came to I know we didn't really touch on this, but Luke um it was one, on my list but we we got off i know it was like an onion it's an Coast. onion it was just like it just unfolded <laughs> you know it's like a blooming onion from uh the outback uh so the one thing that really popped into my head when it came to luke was leia they have broken the barrier with being able to use a different actor and and all of this amazing technology um with with his with his face and with the voice and whatever um i know in my heart that they can do this with leia and they would not be disgraced Lay i mean carrie fisher would want it she would want the fans oh, especially to if it if it's billy Oh my God! Even if it's if it's Billy, like I mean, yes, if Billy would be I great. Think they, I, I, if you're going to say what I think you're going to say, she doesn't look exactly. But I mean, like the, no, she doesn't look like her to me at all. Know, right, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown. Right, be, Millie would be it. great. But I mean, like it, if you could take Millie and 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 augment like with the CGI tech and whatnot, what they have done with Luke and you know the character, uh, the, the actor that played him, it's so possible now that like like in this Andor show. Right, yeah, in that's this Andor show, you could easily do a Leia cameo. You don't have to lay it on thick. You don't. She doesn't need to be saying a, a, a bunch of lines or whatever. But you, I mean, I, I, I think in. they showed with this uh, their capabilities to make them a fully fledged and uh, included character. Like they're not just standing off in the distance, and they're not having to stand perfectly woodenly still like Luke right. was a full on character this yeah. time around. I mean, what did they do in Rogue One with Leia? Remember at the end where she was like hope, you know? Yeah. Like like that was just a, a smidge of Leia. It she looked great. It was it, I loved it, uh, you know, and you know, you had Tarkin and the technology has only gotten better. Yeah, absolutely. Bring her and, and you know, despite what you know, some small-time uh, background actors may think about this technology, I, I I think it's wonderful, and and I do think that ultimately this is one of the right ways to handle these sorts of uh, appearances and cameos because. I'm sorry, but Sebastian Stan just dropping in my Star Wars isn't going to work for me. <laughs> he got what I was putting down. Uh, that would have worked for me though. I would have, I'd have been okay with that. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I, was I think okay when with... people were starting the the online petition for that to happen, maybe. I I think now he's kind of beyond that point to pull it off, but I don't know. I but mean, it's like like Alden Ehrenreich. 
with Han Solo. He drew me into that character. Like I was, I, I learned to unlearn like what I thought of Han Solo and that it's not just Harrison Ford. It's not the actor. It's the character. Right. That's very fair. I mean, and, and Alden will always be my argument for recasting. And, and, and really that's, that's kind of what I'm getting to is I think both are fine. Both, both, both can work. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the options are there uh, so that it never has to be off the table to have these legacy characters uh, continue to be involved. Uh, when they rightfully should be in the stories. Yeah. Totally. Like, it's going to be so weird, like you said, with Andor, if we don't get anything of Leia at any point. Really? You know, so. Yeah, we, I, I, Andor would Smith's definitely is, be the space. Of, Smith's is coming. He's in it? Jimmy's yeah. coming. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. He, he's Boom. already. Boom. I'm, been, I'm in. been confirmed. Yeah, this, this and uh, Hathmoth down here said even uh, bring me, you know, Organa uh, thinking about bail. Um yeah, like I would, but it's I would, Leia, you know? I will like, lose my mind if we get Bale and younger Leia right interaction. I'll cry, and that's I, another thing. I will like, absolutely you could, cry. You could have a younger Leia that you know isn't doesn't have to be a a, a Leia that's been you know um, CGI'd up. You know, here's it, the thing. I I'm almost certain. I mean, considering it's Kenobi show and it's happening on Tatooine, I'm almost certain we're going to get a young Luke in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're getting we're getting Ben and Baru, not Ben, Owen oh, and Baru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, you know, it it makes sense. We'll get a young Luke. It makes sense that alternatively down the road we'll get a a young Leia. I I just think, I think it'd be great, and I would lose my mind absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So no, I I loved. This was some of the best Luke Skywalker since Battlefront Two and the Last Jedi for me. Like solid master luke skywalker stuff going on here i loved when he was like he kept picking grogu up with the force yes because he's little his little legs can't walk as fast right and it was just freaking great i don't have the force (laughs) (laughs) i'm missing a key element in that yes I don't, but no lie. I would have turned to my mom and been like, Boop, "It's called a, ra- it's called a rascal. You just get yourself right. a rascal." And there you go. <laughs> I am the rascal. Yeah. <laughs> what right. about That's you, Chris? Right. Any, any any final big big things uh, you took away from this one? I um I want to see. You know, I, I don't I don't think it's Crimson Dawn, but I would love to see. You know, like who was working with the Pikes. Um. Because they were they were kind of one offish, so I you know I want to see like you know what you know what else is there for this interconnected um, criminal underworld. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that there's more involvement with it. We got a inkling of what's going on with the huts, and I think that that is you know hopefully in this next series if they do one is going to be explained more. If they don't, put it in the comics. Um, you know I just I just want to just want to see more and um yeah i don't know where we're going to be going with with boba from here i'm guessing he's you know he's got control of most espa and uh you know and i'm looking forward to see how his empire grows from here so yeah yeah bring it on give me give me we know we know that crimson dawn is like like just spread maybe like peanut butter throughout the galaxy yeah you know, it, 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 but it's it all depends on how this 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 trilogy ends Mm-hmm. You know, as, as far as like, you know, what we I hope that it's not the end of Crimson Dawn and maybe the end of Kira, but I don't know if it's going to be the end of Crimson Dawn. 
Yeah. So, I, I would yeah, be very closer. surprised. Um, given given how Crimson Dawn is being built up to be a legitimate empire in and of itself. Yep. Um, like there's always there's always a market for crime. It is like the big oh. thing for me when I'm thinking of like even in real life. Crimson Dawn gonna go right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so my my biggest thing my biggest thing is is Kira just has to be recast. We we need like we need an old Kira. It yeah, because I mean by yes. that point she she's beyond the ability uh of the, the original aging. actress yeah like and you know love amelia though love just amelia. oh abs absolutely one of one of my favorite things she's done honestly i'm because she's such she got so put in a box with um game of thrones for sure but like she she is such a great and well-rounded actress loved her in terminator genesis mm -hmm. yeah she was good she was good in that yeah. Emma, em amelia clark right no, the character in Game of Thrones. Get uh, Di Di Dinara to Daenerys is the right. Kalisimus. Kalisimus. White girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Bobo in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's dude. here. He's heard his name a lot. Um, he's so confused. Yeah, I, I, I really do hope. Like my only big thing, I, I, I love this. I, I'm. A big defender that it is rightfully Star Wars. It's great. It's it's a lot of fun, mm -hmm. and I, I'd love more. I really would. I'm also okay if this is it. I'm okay if you know one of my favorite characters just finally got some canon character development. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, you can look at it for the spectacle that it was. I mean, right. we got some incredible character development, like you said, but we got some absolutely gorgeous scenery. Along with like some incredible character design as well and beautiful prosthetics. It it it's a wonderful little story uh of an individual and a community and it can be its own little capsule or it can lead to something more. I mean, I don't want them to milk uh the character endlessly. Like eventually I want the Mandalorian to end as well. I want some yes big finale for that character as well. I think yeah. Endings are okay. It, it, and I love the intermingling of the stories, how like how the Mandalorian and the Boba Fett, they were all part of one large story that yeah. the, the one thing that people were not grasping, you know, like uh, that, like, oh, there's no identity to this show. It's like, yeah, there was. It's just that this was all part of one big story that, you know, we're that we're getting you know yeah. it's it, it was basically uh the book of boba fett was the uh interlude of the mandalorian you know yes. like yeah right i think back not. to um you know uh the aftermath trilogy right yeah like, where we we pulled uh the wonderful timothy Oliphant's character in mm -hmm. from um, right where we have this big Star Wars story going on. We have the ending of the Empire happening, but then we've also got this small-scale story happening as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it, it's the exact same chemistry of, you know, the Mando is the far-spanning series. It gets into the big things, the Empire and all of that, and and I guess into Season 3, we're, we're, we're going to go further with Mandalorian stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh. I, I'd love yeah. that. God, but in between that. that, we're pulling in these other characters as well, these other uh, smaller stories. Um, and and I think it works if you want it to work. Um, otherwise, just do what I did on my most recent rewatch. Like, after 
everything was done after the finale, I went back and watched one to seven. It was still fantastic. Uh, leading up to this one, I just watched one to four and then seven. Like, I, I was perfectly fine without the, the Mando parts of it because I did want to kind of focus in on, on Boba for the rewatch. It still reads the same way. Yeah. Like, it's still a, a solid story uh, if you don't want the side quest with Mando. Um, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They, sorry, boop. Yeah. Yeah. I, you don't get like. No, you're not. Respect my respect my partner. <laughs> Step off. Bump off you grass and hoe, or whatever. Um. Anyway, you were saying. You don't get a mission in one starfighter. <laughs> right. Basically, that was the entire point. <laughs> well, I thought you were gonna go somewhere with like Mandalorian culture. Well, that too. Just all that. Interesting. Oh yeah, like the the Phantom Menace uh, fan service that happened in in Soul, episode five. Um, Beggars Canyon. Right, and and that's the thing. One of the best Mandalorian episodes yet happened in the Book of Boba Fett, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I I I think chapter five of Book of Boba Fett is is cinema, um, but I think it also uh, definitely works as a show. Uh, with or without the Mandalorian side story, but that's just me. I mean, it, again, if if you want to have fun with it, you can all you can have fun with it. Did um, you just read what Half Moth just posted? I, I, I did. I did. Right, Survivor Garces Garces Whip. Why did, I still Garcia can't say her name, bro? I. We were actually yeah. talking about that before we started this. I was just like, hey, look, not confirmed dead. That's enough for me to speculate. Nobody. She's right. she's gone, guys. Like, she's gone. Like somebody pointed out, hey, Max Rebo survived worse. Dust right? in the wind. He saw it coming. He wasn't playing that night. He, he slipped a note to Garcia. Yeah, he didn't like, know the gig to go to. Right. He, he was in on it. Um <laughs> There's your villain for season two of uh, yep. Book of Boba. Boom, it's done. Um, you kind of hinted at it earlier, but um, self-promotion corner. Uh, what what are you guys working on that uh, you want to excite the people with, and, and and where can they find those things? You're working on Chris? Yeah. Chris take over. Oh, okay. Well, um, let's see. On Sunday night, um, Les Gonzalez from the uh, – Sithless is going to be joining us for for shooting the poodoo. Um, this Wednesday on uh, Quick Shot, uh, none other than Kevin Scott will be previewing uh, the High Republic number fifteen, which yeah, is fantastic. We were supposed to do an interview, um, but uh, there was a little time bit zones. of miscommunication, yeah, thinking so that uh, five p.m. was a uh, British time. Fired. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> British. It wasn't. It wasn't our time. It was British time, and yeah. I was I was at work. And uh, yeah, yeah, but he was generous so, enough to still do that. Yeah. So we're going to reschedule and do that interview and stuff. Um, uh, great. Let's great. See. Guy. I, I'm, I'm going to be on um, recording with Sisters with Sabres tomorrow night. Yes. And uh, yes. I, don't, I, I don't know when that's going to drop, but uh, I know we're recording tomorrow night. So looking forward to that. Uh, Starbro has got a new podcast coming out next week. I'm not sure what this one is about um, yet, but uh, yeah, yeah. So they got that. Those guys are the easy listening of yeah. of the Star Wars podcast world. I yeah. love they have such calm, 
and and just easy listening voices that just really put you in the in the armchair. Yeah, they're the absolute and, and antithesis we're, of shooting the poodle. We're the ADHD redhead of Star Wars podcast. Chris, Chris <laughs> may not, Chris may not like Ben, but I love Ben. Can't stand him. <laughs> Keeps talking about this hockey thing. I'm like, what is hockey? What are you talking oh, about? Yeah, what is that like cricket? Cricket on ice, right? Cricket on ice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that understanding that reference. Yeah, we're getting back on track. Uh, you know, we had a couple of weeks of uh downtime, but you know, uh slowly but surely we're getting back on track. Uh our quick shots for Axiom every Wednesday. Um, you know, we're back on our 9 p.m. live Sunday nights for everyone to come and have a great time to to decompress and 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 start the week off you know you're ending your weekend but also starting your week off with some just some fun star wars and other nerd yeah. chats so starting yeah. your week on on monday yep. yeah yeah shoot ending it on sunday. sunday starting it on monday that's right yeah yeah on a sunday. for catholics maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's serious. laughs> for anyone listening who does not tune in to shoot the poodoo every sunday night it is the best oh tons of fun it's what it's what it's all about we want to we want everybody to have a good time talk about what we love talking about but also just have some good old-fashioned fun and you know doesn't always have to be a, a dissection you know it's it's also just friends getting together and having a good time absolutely you, yeah. you need all of that in the fandom um yeah, you know absolutely. you need all of that in in your circles and everything and so uh, we've got a, a pretty colorful and vibrant and attention deficit circle. Uh, and we are glad, uh, you guys are a part of that for sure. Uh, and don't worry, Brian, I'm married to one, so it's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely check out all of that awesome stuff. Uh, we, we're just here. We're here at Fridays live at nine, uh, talking for an hour to an hour and a half, apparently, uh, about it's still good, though. <laughs> whatever good we like. Yeah um let us know obviously uh plenty of folks have been contributing throughout the episode but uh if you're listening to this after the fact let us know what you like about the book of boba fett um let us know what uh really stood out to you and what you enjoy um or just you know let us know what what else you enjoy next week we'll be back yeah. we'll be talking some star wars rebels because uh rebels remembered day is next saturday pergils um, yeah pergils right got to talk about space whales um, and so, yeah, uh, if you don't know what that's all about, uh, basically, uh, we just sit down and chit chat about things we love about Star Wars Rebels because it's a fantastic show that you should definitely go binge if you're yes. missing yes. your weekly Boba Fett. So good. Look, just check it out. Uh, Boba Fett doesn't show up, but other great characters do. And it like does AP break your five. heart. Uh, yeah, definitely AP5. Um, other than that, uh, we'll be back soon talking more Batman uh, goodness. Uh, really been having fun with that and looking forward to uh, coming back with the Nolan trilogy and then with the Batman Can't here wait. soon. So, oh my God. Uh, wait. I want to know how I got these scars. No, that I seems like these. very private information. I appreciate you for respecting my boundaries. Yeah, it also seems like a HIPAA violation. Um, <laughs> So uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, be sure to uh, check the links for any other important links like our Patreon, like um, all of those other uh, important things I can't remember now. Um, 
including the names of our patrons who are sad little people who pay us to do this. <laughs> but thank you so much. One of those is a family member. So well, I don't think yeah, he's the saddest of them all. I love right. you, Josh. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and making this a lot of fun. Appreciate Chris and Dan for lowering their standards to join us this evening. Uh, we look forward to your next. No, these, uh, this, is, this is just the standard. This is the standard. Yeah. Well, we look forward to your next questionable choice uh, that brings you <laughs> back onto the show uh, here soon. But uh, in, in the meantime, that's what we got. Stay scruffy, everybody. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.